1: Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
0: It's time to play full time fantasy. Play full time fantasy.
2: All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The offices open, my friends. Adam Rona's happy Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday is a good day. Tuesday is a good day. So what do you think, your Zeke? Are you uh, coming in by August sixth because you can't make? You don't want to make sure uh, that you get the that you get the accrued season because you don't want to like wait for a free agency.
3: Uh, it probably doesn't matter for him because um, you know for him it's really about getting the new contract. So uh, he knows he's going to get paid because uh, I know this happened with uh, Aaron Donald as well, and he didn't care because he knew he was getting paid. So. I think for Zeke, it really doesn't matter. Uh, He just wants to get a contract. And I think, you know, he hears Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper being talked about first because obviously their contracts are up first. But uh, I don't think the deadline matters for Zeke because he's two years away from free agency. So he's just hoping to get a new contract. I also think he just wants to be in the mix. He wants to be talked about. He wants to be considered. So, uh, Donald did this before and he twice held out beyond that deadline and, Uh, You know, he still got paid. So uh, they're aware of it. Obviously, it's a little bit more pressure on both sides. But I don't know if it pushes him to report earlier. But, you know, this is the time to put the pressure on the team. And you hope that at least uh, negotiations pick up and go in the direction you want. And I think that's what Zeke is looking for right now.
2: The longer this goes on in general, does this make you want to not draft Zeke? At one or two, or are you drafting him at one or two regardless? Because I would think the longer this whole contract thing hangs over his head, maybe he's not playing. He's not happy. And an, an unhappy Zeke is a guy I don't want to own.
3: Uh, no, I don't think so. I think if you want, worst-case scenario, you can push him four if you want because those top four to me are all really close. And if you want to say that because of this, you put him behind the other three, I have no problem with that. But I just can't imagine pushing him past four. Uh, I know looking at at our recent drafts, it hasn't affected his value. And he's gone fifth in one of the last 10 drafts we did. But in the most recent drafts, he's gone two, three, one, and three. So I don't think other people are feeling that way at this point. And, um, you know, obviously a lot of people are going to do their big drafts in August. And we should have more clarity by that time.
2: If there's, I'm just trying to think of like Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley, if there's like another major injury or another major contract dispute would that prevent you from drafting or do you think that there's even better chance for value like i mean in the red versus blue melvin gordon went in the middle of the second round i mean that's insanity this guy's a top eight pick if he's playing but you know because of the uncertainty you get a value does that drive you to want to draft now more or are you more afraid to
3: draft no it's the same thing i mean again i do a few drafts early a few drafts later so uh, you know, most of my important drafts are in August, mid to mid to late August anyway. So well, that's, I think, how most people do it. But, yeah, if you play a lot of volume, it makes sense to draft now. And especially if you're looking at the draft boards and the ADPs and maybe some value stands out to you. And you go, I can't believe that guy's going that low. I know he's going to have a good training camp. The buzz is going to build. The articles is going to come out. He's going to be talked about. Then now is the time to draft. And you, you get that player at that value. So, It all depends on your perspective and where you stand. You know, maybe you feel this Melvin Gordon situation is going to linger for a while. If that's the case, then uh, you you don't want to take him. But, you know, uh, I think people are going to push him down the draft board right now because there is that risk. I mean, what you're trying to do in the first couple rounds is minimize your risk.
2: Right. I think people in general are risk averse, and then they reach a point where they're willing to take on the risk. Like in the first three picks, people don't want risk at all. But like pick seven or eight, they'll jump on risk.
3: Yeah, because I mean, at that point, you know, you usually have the base of your team built and then you're looking for those upside breakout players, someone that's really going to surpass their value and become a third, fourth round pick the following year. I mean, that those are the rounds you want to take chances on because you're looking for that home run.
2: So let me give you some players and let's determine whether they're risky or not. Is Leonard Fournette risky to you? Do you look at him as a risky pick? Because I can see there's risk here. What if he doesn't? He's not happy. What if he gets in trouble again? You know, I'm not worried about Raekwon Armstead's ability as much as Fournette's ability to be to be mature enough to handle a season.
3: Yeah, he is a risky pick uh, because you know, and I've always loved the talent, but the injury factors have been there. Uh, the team context, uh, again, some of the outbursts he had last year. So. There's definitely risk with uh, Fournette because you're not sure if he can stay on the field. And this is a really big year for him uh, because he missed a significant amount of time last year. And uh, it goes back to college. So there's no questioning his talent level. And some people might say, hey, he's a bargain in round three because we used to have to pay a first round pick for him. But there's definitely risk for him. Uh, I have not taken him in a draft yet.
2: Is there risk on Damian Williams or is the risk dissipating the more that Andy Reid s- talks about him? Because I think there's a slight risk, but I-, I think I could take him at the end of the second round. If I'm picking like one, two, or three, I might take him at the end of the second round.
3: You're probably going to have to at this point because his de- he's a guy that's definitely gone up. but I-, I do think there's risk on him. Uh, he is, He's 27 years old. And he's never shown that he can carry the workload for an entire season. You want to say, well, he's never been given the chance. Well, there, there could be a reason for that. Um, so he's never, I mean, he's never had more than 50 carries in a season. Are you going to trust that guy in round two as the linchpin for your team? Uh, yeah, there's definite risk. No question about it. I mean, everyone's just saying, oh, well, it's the Kansas City offense. When has he ever shown that he can hold up over a full season to be an RB1? He's never done it. Doesn't mean he can't, but uh, there's definitely risk with him.
2: Maybe about a little over a year ago, Adam, I had him in a serious XM Dynasty League. I cut Damian Williams. That just goes to show you he went from being a guy who I cut in a Dynasty League to the starter on the most prolific offense in the AFC. So I think there's a lot of risk there, but I think it's a risk that could really pay off.
3: It could because, again, you're we're looking for team context. We know running backs under Andy Reid thrive. We know how good that Kansas City offense is, especially if the Tyreek Hill suspension, if it does come, isn't as long as... We think, you know, if it's four games, not a big deal. But yeah, I mean, Williams was very impressive when we saw him last year, but it was a small sample. I mean, if you're no one can say there's no risk with Damian Williams, there's definitely risk with him. Is there a huge payoff and upside? Sure, but there's major risk with him.
2: Bigger payoff for Ned or Damian Williams?
3: Uh, Williams, because the offense is better and we're saving he's gonna the catch catching, passes. right? Right. Yeah.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. You're getting like that extra. You know, 30 or 40 points from receptions. But I like what we're talking about here. We're talking about risky players, and uh, we're gonna continue. We'll talk about some risky running backs, maybe some risky receivers. There are a lot of guys, especially in that third round, who are good players, but they're risk involved, and we've got to know these risks before we select them. I'm Dr. Roto, he's Adam Ronis with full time fantasy. And you know when we're back? We will be back talking more fantasy football right after this.
4: Message and data rates may apply.
5: Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321.
4: Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball. Become the eighth DailyRoto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a fan duel DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today.
2: All right, we're back. It's Dr. Roto here with Adam Ronas. And we need you guys. We need you and want you at FullTimeFantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 or RONUS50, and we'll give you 50% off your first two months if you join us. And, I mean, think about it. I'm not good at math, RONUS, but if you join now, that that takes you into the start of the football season. So, I mean, why not join? Why not be part of what we're doing? Working on our rankings, my tiered rankings, your articles, podcasts, Sean Child stuff. I mean, why would you not join us?
3: Yeah, think about it. So today's, what, July 16th? So you get to September 16th. You can see the draft kit. You get the start of the season. And then you're going to be overwhelmed. And you're going to want to join and finish out the season. So take advantage of the offer while it's on the table. I mean, obviously, it's best to to join for a year, I think. But, hey, you know, you you want to test it out. You don't believe us. That's fine. Maybe you're new. Uh, Those who have followed us over the years, they know. How we will help you win, but maybe you're just kind of hearing us for the first time and you're not sure because everyone talks a lot of trash and talks about how good they are. And then uh, they, don't do, they don't do well, but here you can see for yourself. So join, get the two months for the price of one and then see for yourself.
2: Yeah, everybody wins a home league. Not everybody wins a high stakes league. Dude, just throwing that out there.
3: Dude, I'm so disgusted today because, <laughs> because, all right, look, I understand everyone has busy schedules, but all these people... In the industry, and you know me, I I really don't call no one out. You do that more than me, but all the time, (laughs) but I've reached out to a bunch of people to get in a draft, which it's not even to me, it's not even that high stakes, it's 300 bucks and pretty much everyone is telling me that they're busy like come on oh guys. oh
2: yeah oh come really? on they, guys they just don't want to do you think it's the money or you think I, they just can't find the I don't, time
3: i don't know i mean look i mean if you're in this industry and you think you're good don't you want to pe- play i mean both of us j- jump in pretty much any league i mean we play in our format i mean obviously i can't do as much because of new jersey but you know i'm gonna be in there you're in there you've done well we get in all these industry leagues do well And now all these people that I'm asking to come join and and they got stuff to do in August on on a specific date. I find it a little which is a month away. Which is a month away. Yeah, man. I think people
2: don't want to honestly, Adam, I I know this sounds crazy. I think people don't want to pay. You know, it's you you throw it's one thing if it's like fifty bucks, but when they hear it's a little larger, ooh, I don't know if I want to do that.
3: If you're a good player, dude, pony up. Right, and look, I, I, I'm not going to judge anyone's budget because I don't know. I, look, it's easy for me. I have no kids. I have no one to support, so it's a little bit easier for me. So I, I don't want to say that, but a lot of the excuses, are oh, I can't make it that day. I got this going on, and it's everyone that I've asked in the industry because I've been asked to get people in the industry for this specific draft. And there are some people in it from the industry who are putting up the money, but Today, I've been 4 and I've asked at least 10 people. Keep a spot
2: open for me, Ron. I told you I'm working on it.
3: All right. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to fill I'm this working. as as soon as possible. Don't now, fill I, it. Just wait a day I for me. I kind of wish that I just didn't bother with it. I understand why the person now didn't want to do it. It was going to close, and he asked me to do it, and I figured it would be pretty simple, but it's starting to become a pain right now, and uh, I'm kind of disgusted with people.
2: Well, you know, I, I get disgusted Not only with that, and by the way, I just texted my friend to see if he's uh, what's going to happen with that league. I get disgusted with that, plus, I get disgusted with trying to set a date for a draft. Do you ever know how hard it is to get 12 people to agree on one draft date?
3: Oh, yeah. I, I told you. that's So freaking annoying. In my home league, for years, we did a slow draft because of that. But I hated that because these guys had eight hours to look up my rankings or do research, right. look at other stuff. <laughs> and, you know, and I got tired of it. And so did a couple other people. So the last two years, we've done it one date. I think we've agreed upon a date. No one has said they can't, can't make it. it. I hope that the, I'm going to send another email to remind them. But I will say this. I feel like the fans – are more willing to participate against people in the industry than industry people. I mean, if I posted this, and, and, I, and I can't right now, if I posted it, I guarantee you I'd get a ton of fans. who And there are fans and listeners of this show that are in this league. It feels like they're more willing to put up their money than people in the industry. Right. Well, well you know why? I, I really do believe this.
2: I think people in the industry, and, and I don't want to name names, but there are some very high-up people in the industry who have a lot to lose, right? They and, and I do say this about myself, too, Adam. You know, hey, Dr. Roto, you want to join no, we, my home league? Yeah. I, I, wh- why? I I have no reason to join your home league, no, no, nothing personal. If, if if I win, I'm supposed to win. If I lose, you just beat Dr. Roto. So what's in it for me? I think a lot of guys don't like to join it for that reason.
3: I guess that's true, but I think we need to get past that. I mean, look, it's fantasy football, so a lot of things can happen. I mean, I think anyone who listens to us and knows our tracker record knows we're both good players. We're not going to win every league. You know, you're going to have a beat Dr. Oda League where things don't go right. And then you'll have others that work out well. It happens. You know, two years ago, my beat Adam Ronas League didn't work out well. Last year, it worked out well. I won. The bottom line is, when you play in a multitude of drafts, there are going to be mistakes. You're going to miss out on some waiver wire picks. So one league does not gauge who you are. And I have to remember that sometimes. But when I see leagues I'm in with industry people three, four, five times, and they don't even come close to winning? I'm like, geez. (laughs) You just know you I mean, come on, man. You can't even be in the mid. Ask anyone. Any league I'm in, I'm going to be competitive. I might not win the league, but I'm going to make the playoffs in almost any football league I'm in. And ask anyone who's played with me in a multitude of leagues. They'll know I'm always near the top.
2: It's just there's, the way there's it is. Some, there's some guys in the industry, dude, when I see them in my league, I literally start laughing because I'm like, there's no way this guy could beat me ever. He, can, I could give him an extra pick. It wouldn't matter, us. He's not going to beat me.
3: Yeah, and you see it year after year. You're just like, oh, man, and this guy's never in contention. He sucks every year. So now when you're asking them to put 300 bucks on the table, seems like they don't want to do it. And maybe it's coincidence and maybe everyone's busy. It's the summer. I understand that, but – it just kind of disgusts me that so far I've been uh, told no on everyone. Someone just said that they would uh, find out if they can make it, that they have a tight schedule in August. So we'll see. But it's, you know, everyone shows up for these industry drafts, though. i tell you that. Oh, yeah, these free
2: industry. And you know what I, I always find? Like I, I, people start talking about their own drafts on Twitter. I don't care about your draft, dude. Who cares about the draft you just did on Twitter? It's like people need to be uh, uh, confirmation of how good their draft was. You know, you're an expert. Shut up and just and do it. Do I, have, I, have you ever seen me talk about my draft on Twitter?
3: I try not to do that, and it's a strategy reason why, too. I mean, look, if, you, if you're going to play in a league with me and you want my thoughts, you know, pay, pay, pay the sub for the site. I and mean, there's nothing I can do. You know what I mean? Uh, if you want the good I have to pay, just, to pay you, Ronas. Exactly. Uh, no, look, if you if you want the information, you know, everyone could say, well, there's free stuff out there. Go ahead. Go to that free stuff. It's not that good. Trust me. We put in a lot of work here. So, I mean, Sean Childs, it, I mean, he's proven what he's done. I mean, he puts in a ton of work. And, look, and, and our rankings, again, we, we taught. Uh, so Fantasy Pros came out with the results yesterday. We had two from our group in the top ten. Bill Enright was fifth. From ffchamps.com, he's going to join me today at 3.40 p.m. Eastern. And the full-time fantasy staff, which we all contributed, mostly powered by Sean, was 10th overall. Sean's
2: got this knack, dude. When you do it on the Optimizer, every, like, fourth week, he gives you a pick out of nowhere, and that
3: guy goes off. He do dude, we do it every year? We look at Sean's Ricky. i was like, wait a second, why? Why is this guy way high? Matt Harvey. <laughs> okay, look, look, all right. Why are you pointing out the wrong one for?
2: <laughs> no, was, but, then, but then, yeah, but then he he hits when he'll hit like a receiver, and I'll be like, really? I don't even like that guy. And then the guy goes off for like uh, 120 yards in two times.
3: But you know what? Why it sucks because it helps people in our fantasy football world championships. Like, remember where Cooper Cup was? He wasn't like yeah. that in any other league. No, Sean put him up to like number forty-eight right. on, on like, last year. I was shut I'm up, like, dude. Yeah. I know. I'm like, come on, man. I want him. Why are you doing this? So, and Mike Williams was another guy that was way high in our ranking. So, right. but look, you got guys here who who put up who put up and win. That's the bottom line. And I know some people might not care about that, but I think it does. When you have so many people in the industry, it kind of separates you. If you're looking for that tiebreaker, all right, Look, all these guys play in real competitive leagues and do very well i think i should trust their opinion
2: i feel like you know when i listen to people talk about football the first question i say is do i am i in alignment with them do i agree with them if i find like i can agree with you on things i'll listen to you but there are some people that i can't even align on them on, on anything like the basic things i'm like you're so far off i just changed the channel dude
3: yeah i mean look you are never going to agree 100 percent with anyone but if you feel like you know What you're talking about, you want to at least be on the same page 80% of the time.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. So people out there, there are a lot of people who choose from. Choose wisely. Choose us at Full Time Fantasy. All right, taking a little break. Back to the risk right after this.
0: free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website details.
2: I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and
0: went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. And I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. to Andro400.com or call 888 400 0435. 888 400 0435.
1: Andro400.com.
2: Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a risk free bet up to $500. Here's how it works create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, make your deposit. Play your first bet. and DraftKings will match it up to 500 bucks. Just go to sportsgrid.com backslash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com backslash DK. Act quickly because this offer will not be around forever. And if you do have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER, G-A-M-B-L-E-R. You need to be 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. And see the website for details. All right, we've got a call. Friend Brian in New Jersey. What's up, Brian? You guys got me started now. About what? What's going on? With it? Ah, driving back, checking what you're saying. I understand exactly what you're saying about being a pain setting up a draft,
5: especially when you're trying to mix the industry
2: people with the highest stakes crowd. I mean, I love it. You know, I think that there's no better way to compete than somebody that does it for a living than somebody that, like, put their money on the line. Let them merge and let them have a nice league.
3: Yes, and the league that I'm talking about, which uh, I can't really publicize right now for a reason. Brian was in this league last year. And actually, you won the overall, right? I won the.
4: Listen, I got knocked out
3: of facing you in the finals
4: by one tenth of a point. Did you get well, one tenth well,
3: of a point. That's fine. Yes, that's, Brian that's did That's pretty well. harsh, dude. That's pretty harsh, dude. Well, he, well, so yeah. we, well he won the overall, so with the, uh, the component of it. I won the league, uh, so I, I won my league two years in a row. I uh, just haven't been good enough in the playoffs because the overall, Doc, and we've discussed this, you don't love it too. like I think I had I think I think had the most points or the second most points between the two leagues. Or did you, Brian? I forgot, going into the playoffs. I know I was up there. No, I, but,
0: I had the most, but you were only percentages behind me. We were right,
3: that. and I just didn't have a huge playoff. I think one person got hurt. So that's the positive aspect of it is if you do have a good season, we still have the overall component in case you don't win your league. Um, but, yeah, Brian did well in that league last year. You know there's
2: nothing I hate more than, like, you get in, you're you're winning the league by 200 points coming in, then all of a sudden
3: Derrick Henry gets 47 points and it's all even. I know, and that's, that's the part. part... It. No, it's not. Here, Here's my problem that's not part with that. It's that. no. really not part of it. Uh-huh. No, here, uh,
4: hold with on one second.
3: And
2: Mike Williams, Mike Derek
4: Williams and
3: Derrick Henry. Bench.
4: Wait, if you had Derrick Henry on your bench going into the playoffs,
0: and you had him to pull out. The hot streak he was on. How were you not starting him?
2: Yeah, but week 14, so this, if I'm not mistaken, uh, what was it wasn't week 14 when he had like 47 points. Most people would not have started him that week against Jacksonville. I and did. I did.
3: Because Why you were probably you desperate. You
0: the,
3: no, yeah, there no, were – trust me. You can't tell me that was no, a good game. That no, was, there, were, there were good teams who had Henry who benched him. I know for a fact. Because they, if you have that good of a team going into the playoffs – He's probably not the guy that got you there. Go look at his game logs. So my problem with the way we had it set up last year was, so Doc, it's two teams it's a 12. Everyone qualified for the overall. I think that's stupid. So say there's somebody that had Derrick Henry that didn't make the playoffs, and then they, their team is bad. All right, let me put Derrick Henry. Now all of a sudden they have a big game. So you think,
2: playoff, you think playoff teams only should qualify for yes, the overall? Yes, if it was yeah. me, yes. Because
3: yeah. I hate these arguments. Why so the argument is, well, I want everyone to play to the end. Why? You didn't do anything for 13 weeks. So now over a three-week span, you should qualify for money? No. And if I'm in that position, I don't deserve it. If I wasn't good enough for 14 weeks, 13 weeks, I shouldn't have the opportunity to win money. Why? I didn't right, do enough should, in 13 well, weeks. The, there should be a consolation bracket. Adam, a bracket. No, even the con- – you like the. I don't like the consolation bracket. No, this I do. This is like the new – what? Why? And we, what, should we, what keep, should we award them? No, no. Look, you do. Let's, let's say a
2: few hundred bucks to keep people paying attention for those three no, weeks. Because no. yeah, 14, so,
3: 60 You know what? You want people paying attention? No, I don't. They didn't do. They weren't good enough for thirteen weeks. So you're telling me so you I have put to put five hundred bucks in a, in a consolation bracket. I'm not talking five thousand. But here's the problem with that. Okay, say the sixty loses in the first round. Do they get any money?
2: Well, that's the problem. Those guys get screwed.
3: That's not that's, – that's why. So a team that makes the playoffs gets nothing, and then some schmuck who went 4-10 uh, or 4-9 gets in and gets money, and the playoff team didn't? That's why I don't like it.
0: So, Adam, get rid of it. But let's knock out the team. I'm well, if that. it's
3: up to me, I mean, I guess I am technically the commissioner, although I am partner. Well, I'm going to talk to that person and, and see because I didn't like it. And I told him two years in a row. I said, I don't like this at all. I don't think it's fair. Well you
0: know the why we do it hold, you know you're gonna get it.
2: But you know why we do it in our leagues because they our owners love everybody having a chance to win. Well, they want two thousand people.
3: They want two thousand yeah, people with a chance but to win. It, I think but that's different. It's a whole huge contest. I'm talking about twenty four teams. I,
2: I don't like. Well, I don't like it in either way. I don't like it in either way. I, I think that I'm with you. That if you're a playoff team, you're in, and if you're not, going to some consolation bracket. And maybe you're not giving money in the consolation bracket. Maybe you're giving. I don't know. Free entry for the following. That's year. fine.
3: I I am fine with that. If you're going to give a free entry in a high stakes contest, totally fine with that. But when you're doing it on a smaller level, like us, like a kind of a, a home league with 24 teams. If you don't make the playoffs, you should not be in contention to win any money. And I know the last two years we've done it, it's worked out that the teams make the playoffs, won the overall, but I'm afraid there might be that one fluke year where it happens. Now we do shut off the waiver of wire like the high stakes leagues after week thirteen, so you don't have to Good. worry about that. Um but, but, I but don't Adam, know. there was I... such
2: an element of luck last year. And look, and I benefit from it. Derrick Henry and Mike Williams, if you had those two guys, there's no way you weren't making money in the in the fantasy playoffs last year.
3: There's no way. Well, Mike Williams didn't do anything in week 16.
2: I know, but week 15, he got you. He got yeah, you to week did. 16 where you got you more money.
3: Right. And Derrick Henry obviously had those two huge games. So, and then if you picked up Damian Williams off the waiver of wire or Justin Jackson, I mean, you still needed to have other core players to build you there, but yeah, I mean, it could have taken an average team and catapulted them maybe potentially into the top 10, top 15 fan act. How are your kids?
5: I'm just happy
2: you guys got me looking into football. I usually wait another couple weeks. Adam
3: knows why that's the case. (laughs) 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 How are your baseball teams uh, doing?
2: 50-50, and that's not good. Yeah, that, that's a, that, that tells you something must be up this year. You know what? It was so hard to predict getting on baseball for a second. So hard to predict the baseballs, Adam, and all these home runs. I think if we all knew before the season started, we would have drafted differently.
3: Well, yeah, I think the pitching wouldn't been going as high if you knew that this was going to happen. Uh, you certainly, certainly would have been taking those aces early because a lot of them have uh, disappointed for sure. I mean, even Chris Sale looked like he turned it around, and now all of a sudden his last three starts have not been great. And that ERA is over four. And I think if you polled people about three weeks ago, if you did a redraft, who would you take number one? Sale would have been in that conversation. Now I think it's clearly Max Scherzer. Well, he's injured, but should be back potentially. But also, this but also
2: going for speed. I remember sitting next to the guys at Baseball HQ and they took Whit Merrifield in round two because they wanted speed. You wouldn't even think about that now.
3: You just um, want yeah. More power, more
2: power, more power.
3: Yeah, I was not high on Whit Merrifield. He's proven me wrong so far. Adalberto Monesey, that's another guy too. I mean, that guy uh, for stolen bases. I mean, the power is not there, but uh, the steals have been there. So um, I still have—I do- still did mostly balanced steals this year, and it's worked out for the most part. Actually, no. There's a couple leagues where I'm uh, low in speed. So getting that guy guy's key. Tout, I kind of spread it out. It's worked out. Puig, Betts, Austin Meadows. So if you get a lot of those guys, you can at least compete in the category. Mondesi might
2: get 80, 90 RBIs. Got 52 now, right?
3: Yeah, I don't think could, he gets could have 80. that level. He did miss some time. He spent some Could time he go 14 and team. 80? Uh, and, he, and 260 average is not bad. I think that's in the range he's in now. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, with the steals, I mean, he could get 40, 45 steals. What does he have 30 right now, right?
2: Is he a first round pick next year?
3: No. I don't think so. There might be some people who push him up, but and I a don't think so. 15
2: team league, I think he might be. I know you don't like Trey Turner either, but, I mean, I think... Trey Marcus Turner has
3: not run. been good this year for what you paid not. for him? No. I right. mean, because, remember, didn't... there was talk, there was talk, oh, yeah, he's going to run, he's going to steal 60, 65 bases. See, this, but that heat is exactly my point. If you don't get those stolen bases, because when you draft Trey Turner in the first round, you are banking on 50 steals, 40, 50 steals, because he doesn't have elite power. And if it doesn't work out, and you passed on some of the other guys that are performing at that level this year... Uh, it's Wouldn't you rather good.
2: Mondesi in three than Turner in one?
3: Well, yeah. I mean, it's easy to All say day. that now. I mean, Mondesi was going in round three for the most part anyway. Um, I think the biggest question with him going into the year was the plate discipline. And the Royals' offense has uh, been, at least the top of the lineup, has been a little bit better. But, I mean, you look at the numbers you're getting from Trey Turner. And I know he was hurt, but, and he missed time. But even if you prorate it, I mean, seven homers, 17 steals. And, again, the big one problem I have with him is if he's going to hit leadoff, the RBIs—he's got 22 RBIs in 53 games. So
2: I—I got to give a shout out to the siege CJ Carltonbach who called. He—I was at FSTA in Tampa, and he's like, "Dude, take Mondesi. I love this guy." And he was a—he uh, set up before most people did. Most people weren't on the bandwagon yet.
3: No, I think there were a lot of people who were. I heard a lot of people talking about him. He was actually one of the more polarizing figures because some people were concerned about the plate discipline. I just—I just thought the, I knew the speed would be it. Yeah, I knew the speed yeah. with it was going to be there. I was just. Not sure what the power would be. Actually, Sean Childs last year, all summer, was urging people to pick him up. He's like, he's going to get the call. He's going to get the call. And if you did last year, he won you a championship because he came up. He had 32 stolen bases in 75 games last year. So if you got him down the stretch, he absolutely helped you. And he's got 30 and 81 this year. So um, Maybe I
2: should subscribe
3: to Full-Time Fantasy then if Sean's there. Uh, You probably should, yeah. Yeah. No, like every week in his waiver wire, he kept putting (laughs) Mondesi, Mondesi, Mondesi. Dude, I did that one. No, just every week. He was was like, he's got to get the call. He's got to get the call. And then he finally did, and he won championships.
2: I did that. Was it last year or two years ago with Juju Smith-Schuster? Every week in my waiver article, pick up Juju, pick up Juju. And finally, I'm like, I can't say it anymore. I can't say it anymore. If you don't have him, now it's over.
3: Yeah, I would because, you know, I do the waiver wire and fab article for football. So there's some players that I put in there five weeks in a row (laughs) because it's like the ownership's still too low. It hasn't (laughs) happened yet. And you just kind of remind people because you never know. Someone might just be subscribing that week and that's the first time and they haven't seen the previous four weeks. And that's what kind of makes it difficult. But that's why I make it a long article and try and put in as many names. Or I'll just say, hey, this guy's been here for the last four weeks. I don't know how, how many more times I have to tell you, you know, if he's still there, get him now. You know, something like I usually, that.
2: I usually scream at my podcast, pick him up now. But you know, you said something that was very profound. I always assume people read my stuff every week, but that's not always the case. No. They come to it no. late in the party. Maybe I'm just, yeah. uh, I don't know, So inflated opinion on my, uh, my stuff that people already have read <laughs> my last five weeks of stuff. <laughs> Always assume that
3: someone's never read your work. That's true. Good
2: point. All right. We'll keep talking about fantasy football right after this.
1: If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call one 800 carmats WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America.
5: Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017
4: World number 1. Me personally... I keep my Game Face on me all the time,
5: especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range,
0: or even leaving the courses. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing
4: needs. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631. 800-961-3631. 800-961-3631.
5: 961 3631
2: All right, we're back. Full time fantasy. Do me a favor. Go to play FFWC right now, and when you go there, sign up for one of our drafts. We always have these starter drafts going on. They're very reasonably priced—35 bucks, maybe 99 bucks. Get you into a league. We got the online championships. I have a bunch of beat doctor roto ch- leagues in there for you guys to play in, and of course the Fantasy Football World Championship, the main event. You do see the same characters though, in. In the main event, Ronas. I will just throw that the out
0: there. World
3: Championships? Yeah. You talk? Yeah, I went and I looked at some of the ones that already filled, and I see Kimra, Glenn Lowy. Love Chad. Glenn. Glenn's You ever met Glenn? Yeah, nice guy. Yeah, I see him all the time, baseball drafts and stuff. Yeah, he's he's in, like, everything, man. He's a good player, everything.
2: too. But you, then then there's some leagues where all three of them are in, you're like, seriously? I mean, because you know it's going to be a tough one. You're, there's no value in those leagues at that point. Yeah, that's true. So, but uh, you know what? You, you, you wanna you want be good. You gotta get in there. But uh go in there, take a look, play FFWC.com. And is is I think Glenn is I have a lot of respect for Glenn because isn't he really good at baseball too?
3: Yeah, he's really good at baseball. Um, yeah, no, a good player. I always enjoy talking to him. I see him with his son usually in New York at some drafts and uh conversate with him on Twitter at times. But yeah, very, very sharp guy.
2: You know, I was really giving this some thought, Adam. I I feel like I'm not as into baseball as I used to be. I used to be really into baseball, admittedly so. And now I find there are just some baseball-only people. And I find, like, especially there in my Tout Wars League, like Ian Kahn, right, and uh, Ralph Lifshitz or a bunch of – Ryan Bloomfield. They're just, like, baseball-only guys. I find it a little harder to be in leagues with that because these guys are just all over these players.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think there's probably, obviously, a lot more football-only guys. Uh, but, yeah, there are some people that only play baseball as well. So, uh, I'm still into baseball as much as I always was. It Last year was a really great year. This year hasn't been as good. I was thinking about it last night. I'm in eight redraft leagues. I think I realistically have a shot to win five. Really? I don't think I'll win all five. Uh, is I think baseball I'm
2: in... more of a passion than football for you? Like, if you had to no, pick
3: one. No, but I, th- I will say this. I feel more rewarded when I went a baseball league I just think it's more difficult I think if you are a skillful player you get rewarded more in baseball and I'm not saying it because I know all the football people like oh it takes skill it does to win football but I think it's more likely that you have someone that is not that sharp in football that wins a league like you I'm sure you sure you've seen leagues where you're Mm -hmm. like how the hell did this guy win I mean they probably just took you know, rankings, went off it, made a free agent to pick up and did fine. I mean, there's some people I'm like, this guy doesn't know football like that and he right. won this league. Like right. you don't see that in baseball. Like I, I think it I think way less it happens in baseball. I think you really tell, need it's a grind. It's six months. It's a it's a long season. I mean you hit you if you get lucky on two picks in football, you it know, can be you the can difference. win a league.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I tell the story all the time. I was in a Sirius XM host league And Colton, the Wolfman were literally averaging 220 points a week. Literally. I mean, they were scoring more points than I've ever seen in my life. And I get to the final game. I put up like 160. They put up 140. I was a champion. Was I better? No, honestly, they were the better team. I was the second best team. Admittedly so. But who was the champion? I was. Because football's like that. Baseball's not like that. Baseball, they would have won the league.
3: Yeah, last year in the flex leagues, uh, I was the number one seed, super flex league. Uh, in the semifinals, I took on Rick Wolf, who barely got into the playoffs. My team absolutely crapped the bed that week, and he won. Uh, I, think I think anyone would he'll, – he'll say, he's like, you had the better team, I had the better week. You know, that works out. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's that's what happens. It's head-to-head matchups. You remember last year, there was a lot of week 15 duds last year. So, yeah. it happened to Big me, and it just sucks. Big dubs. You, you have the best – you have the most points, you get the buy, and then boom, you have a bad week in the worst time of the season to get there, and it happens. And well, that you know, happens you could in, the, say, in the high stakes was, leagues
2: too. You put up right? a one thirty; it's not good enough when everybody's putting a two hundred. You can't put up a one thirty,
3: right? And that's you know the aspect of football which people love, but it's also frustrating. I mean, people love the head to head and everything, but that's the at least with the high stakes leagues, the total points do count. It's more of a problem in home leagues, where people. Just want again, I'm amazed at how many people just want to go by record. Uh, like total points should matter. It's not the schedule is random. <laughs> you don't get to choose who you play. It is not real football. I mean, you just we've seen it numerous times. You could you could have the second most points in the league four weeks in a row and you could potentially be 0 four because you ran into the high score each week. How is that fair? Right.
2: No, it's not. It's really, it's brutal. And I know we've talked about it over and over and over on this show, different ways that people go about doing it. All we could say is I highly, highly encourage you to find a league where total points is part of your league structure and part of the way to get into the playoffs. Cause if it's not honestly, Adam, I'll tell you this straight up. I would not join a league on two bases. One, I don't want to be in trading leagues anymore. I just have no interest in it because I don't trust people. And two, I won't be in any league that doesn't have total points with one of the playoff spots.
3: Yeah, I think either you can do it a couple ways. You can do top four records, then the next two teams from the remaining teams with the most points. Again, I have talked about this for years. I do it in my home league. We do double headers. We play two teams every week. And every year it worked out until two years ago where there was a team that should have been in the playoffs, wasn't. So I changed the rule to do top five teams in the next team with the most points. And fortunately, last year... Uh, the team with the most points in the league did not finish in the top six, even with double headers. So that goes to show you there's still that luck involved. So he snuck in as the sixth seed, did not reach the final. But the point is, you know, there, there's definitely an element of, of bad luck. I mean, you could see it every year with the points against. And uh, you need to alleviate that. There's already luck involved. And we want to try and make it less induced by luck and reward some of the skill. Of course, there's going to be luck in fantasy football but we want to try and limit that as much as possible and that's what we do here the fantasy football world championships where points do matter and i know i think you had a team one year that was four and nine with a ton of points and you got in right
2: yeah and i won, <laughs> I, won, I, won I won my league can you imagine if in? you're
3: in a if you were in the home league and they yeah. just did the record you would have you would have been out and you no would have been pissed out, and you would have left out. the league absolutely i, I would have left the league no doubt because See, the I, truth I, was i was the best team Here's the thing. I think the people who are going by records have never been in a spot where they had a lot of points and missed out because they don't know what it feels like. You know,
2: when, when it doesn't apply to you, you don't care. When it does apply to you, you don't, there's nothing you care more about than that.
3: And See, I want it shame. to be fair. Look, I if, I had, if I was um, 84, but I didn't have enough points to get in and the other teams did, I wouldn't be upset. I got lucky with the you record. Would, you would you be,
2: be if you didn't if you, no. if you didn't process if you, if this had never happened to you before and this was your first year playing in these leagues and you didn't make the playoffs because your team didn't score high, you'd want to quit that league too because of that.
3: You wouldn't? No, I wouldn't. I, because honestly, I wanted things to be fair. I, I, that's the but like the bottom like the league I was just talking about. Okay, I've won it the last two years. Had I been uh, five and eight, I don't deserve to win an overall prize. Why should I? I don't. I don't, would, I don't feel to, it.
2: Wait, well, let me ask you this question though: What if you had the most points in the league and you were five and eight? Well, that's different. We want to reward points, right? So, would you have made the playoffs then? Uh, in, that, that, in, in that league that we're talking about, would you have made the playoffs?
3: I have to remember. The, I think we did look at points. I'm. Pre- I so got to go f- back and look to make sure. You better fix the rule then, commissioner. Yeah, because yeah. You got to do that because. Why well, wasn't the commissioner last year?
2: Well. <laughs> Fix it now because you got well, to get those play
3: I have to remember because uh, the the rules in that league. I have to go back and look. I think that's what we did though. I think we did top four records, next two points. I think, but I have to double check to make sure.
2: Yeah, because otherwise I'm not joining, dude. I'm telling you that right now. I mean, i no, I don't want trading leagues. And I don't want leagues without points in it because I really feel it, it removes the luck element. And I, I'm telling you, Adam, I've struggled so much this year in the tout head-to-head. I've never disliked a league more. Not only the rules do I dislike, I hate the head-to-head aspect. I just hate it. I like it in football, and I can get behind it, but I can't get behind it in baseball because there's no total point score. At least in football, I can rationalize it. All right, I put up 180, I lost, but I still have the points. In baseball, not only I just get the big fat L.
3: Why do you have the most points in the league? No, I have the most points against. Yeah, but how many have you scored? I mean, it's not even
2: about that. I have so many points against. I have like the most. It's like people have career weeks when they play my team, dude.
3: Yeah, but if you're not, if you're not in the top six in points, it doesn't mean anything because you're not good enough anyway. You have to look at it. It's one thing if you had the most points and the most against, and you're at the bottom. I agree with you. But if you're not in the top six, it doesn't matter. Because you, right, you, I'll you, I'll you, you, your team's not good enough.
2: All right, I'll check. You it. know what I'm. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. I, 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 I'm with you. I get you. I'm checking. Please hold. Please continue to hold. I find like I just keep on looking at the points against, and I want. I'm literally, you know, spewing. So let's see. All right, I have points against the second most in the league against me, for me. No, I don't. yeah, I'm not top 6. For sure I'm not top
3: yeah, 6. Yeah, so then, you know, then it's one if you were like top 6, top 3, I'd understand your point, but if you don't have that much points, it means that your team's probably not that good. And it it makes it, you look at the points against and you feel that's it, but you obviously are not scoring enough points.
2: Oh, no, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But I still feel like it is very random who you play and how good their week is. But it's the same
3: thing in fantasy football.
2: It's the exact same thing, which is. It's not because the point. Yes, it is. But if I put up 180 points and I continue to put up. If I lose, if I go 0 14,
3: Adam, and I put up 180
2: a week, I will make the playoffs.
3: Fact. Well, again, depending on the league. Now, obviously, in the fantasy football world championships, we reward that, which we should. The points matter, and it should be that way. But there's a lot of people listening in their home leagues. Where record only matters. And it's the stupidest thing in the world. And I'm telling you right now, if that's the case, you have to tell your commissioner now to change it. You know, this is the time to bring up these rule changes. Points have to matter, it's not just record. And I cannot believe the arguments that people, oh, no, it's record. You should win your games. Has nothing to do. You don't choose the schedule, it's all random.
2: Well, that's true. You just right. I mean, I guess we have in one of my leagues that we have divisions where you play the the first three weeks the same teams from the last three weeks. I don't know. It's. I find what if I play you week seven
3: and I've got five guys in a bye and you don't. I know. It's it's, it's uh, that's why I'm saying that it's there's a lot it's of a things problem. that are are unlucky and the goal is to eliminate that. You don't want everything to be based on luck and it's not. You know, it's just it's look. If the same people are winning year after year, I'm sorry, that's not luck. There's skill involved. No question about it. And you look at our leaderboards year after year, the same names are up there. Now, if you want to say, well, they play a ton of volume, so they're going to have good teams, you could give uh, you know, an average player a ton of teams. Doesn't mean they're going to be near the top every year. So But the, the the goal is to eliminate as much luck as possible. And if you just go based on head-to-head record, it's – you're going to find people that are unlucky because, like you said, you're going to run into a team. Oh, or here's the other example. So you could run into a team every week that doesn't have bye weeks. And then right. the and opposite, you, you, where there's, right. there's a team who runs into, gets lucky, and has a, four, four weeks in a row faces a team with four players well, on bye.
2: Last, last week, last year, I was all in on Rams and Chiefs. Their bye week was week 12. Right, first eleven weeks I was
3: yeah, that's right. Through. Remember they, they played that they play that Monday night yeah. game and they both had to yeah. buy the next week?
2: Yeah, right. Week twelve was their bye. So I mean I sailed through the first eleven weeks, never had a bye week issue, never had a problem, and then all of a sudden week twelve it all came cr- crashing down. But I mean, some people draft that way too, where you only get hurt one week.
3: There's some yeah. strategy there too. Yeah, but the bottom line is there's definitely an element of luck and bob when it comes to schedule, bye weeks and all that. So you want to try and negate that. Again, I do in my home league with the double doubleheaders. Uh, and at least in the high stakes leagues, we reward the total points. And it, that's the way it should be.
2: I find, though, that even re- the real-life schedule comes into play. Uh, years ago, and I, I can't remember the year, but I remember Peyton Manning was with the Colts. And they played the Baltimore Ravens on week 15. He threw for less than 200 yards. He threw from 400 every other week. Uh, Football is one of those things. You have to watch the schedule, too. Not only your fantasy schedule, the real-life schedule.
3: Yeah, and especially as we get more data, especially as we're late in the season, we know who's good and who's bad at that point. Very true. All
2: right, we'll keep talking fantasy football when we return right after this. Hi, right, we're back. Full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto here with Adam Ronas. Remember, play FFWC, whether it's a starter draft for $35 or $99, or whether it's the online championship or whether it's the Fantasy Football World Championship. We want you to be part of what we're doing. We love our format. We, we, we talk about our format all the time, how it benefits you guys, how it benefits the smart owners with depth and with points, and with anything that you could want, and we've got a great draft room. I I can't speak more highly for our our, our format, Anna.
3: Yeah, no, I love it. Like I said, uh, my home league, for years, we always had the extra flex spot, so when I came here and I saw that's what we did, I I love it, because I think you should be rewarded for finding that late-round pick. You know, it's too often you're like, oh, man, I can't start this guy. Because you did a good job drafting, uh, you should be rewarded, and it also makes the draft a little bit more challenging. and that's what we need to do you know fantasy especially with everything that's out there now you know you want it to be a little bit of challenge and uh dig the deep for that uh player late so we reward you by giving you that extra flex spot and it changed the the strategy a little bit in drafting as well
2: and I don't want to be negative about other leagues, but one other league does tight ends at 1.5 points per reception, which I don't like. Another league does a third-round reversal, which I just don't understand why they do that. I know that they do. Every company does things to be different. I don't know. I, I find it's like I don't like different for different sake. I like different if it, if it works. I don't think we have to be different. We had the one extra flex spot. I don't think that's different. I think it just makes you smarter.
3: Yeah, I think everyone has their personal preference. There might be people that like those others, but, you know, I I like the extra flex spot and, you know, I don't really like tweaking the scoring too much. Uh, I don't do it. Again, my my home league format is essentially basically what we have, except we do IDP players. We have six IDP players, but full point PPR, two running backs, three receivers, two flex, tight end quarterback, essentially uh, the same thing. And again, I was doing that before I came here. So I like that format, obviously.
2: All right, who's coming up in hour number two?
3: Uh, well, Bill Enright from ffchamps.com. He will join me at 3.40 p.m. Eastern.
2: Wasn't he, top, he was top five in rankings, He's Top right? five,
3: yeah, and he did well last year. He was fifth this year, according to Fantasy Pros, for the Fantasy Football Draft, and uh, full-time Fantasy as a staff was 10th overall, so two in the top ten.
2: Very impressive. All right, guys, this is Dr. Roto saying be well, take care. Keep it right here for another hour of full time fantasy with Adam Ronas, where we would continue right after this.
0: Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844 843 6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network. Fantasy Sports Radio Network.